Hi, we're Mystic Maidens. No, 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 it goes. Okay, welcome. <laughs> you, did, okay, okay. you guys say welcome to Mystic the po- Welcome podcast. to the Mystic Maidens podcast. My name is Adalia. I'm Lena. And I'm Jordan. And this is the podcast where we review fantasy romance books. And the first book we're going to do is A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Yay! Bow, bow, bow. Mm-hmm. TikTok's favorite fairy smut book. It's yes. like everyone's. Mm-hmm. It is. My first fantasy book I yes. ever read. Mm. And it was yours. And mm-hmm. mine too, and I did not like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the tea. I gave this a three star. Mm. I think it was with two stars. Whoa. I remember you said you were like, I'm not going to read the next one. Yeah, I wasn't and into it. And I was it. like, no, you need to read the next one. I was not prepared for fantasy. And this is why I don't remember anything from it, because I was like, <laughs> I don't understand this lore, so I'm not going to just like, I'm not registering it. No. You know, and I was just like... I heard there was smut in this, and I was just, like, waiting. It's because you were used to Colleen Hoover. And then you I went was. to this. I yeah. was. And I was like, girl. You know what's so fucked up? I rated Colleen Hoover way higher. I know. Like, so much higher than this book. And this is, like, one of my favorite series ever. Yeah. It's, it's so fucked up. Amazing. Honestly, it gets better as the series goes along. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because people know it as like this fairy smut book but honestly there's not that that much smut there's not in it comparative comparatively to like a real like smut book but it is good it's like the perfect balance honestly there's probably like what two two smut scenes Mm. yeah in this one there well there's the one the good one oh yeah that we'll talk about yeah and then i think there's like two yeah i mean that was the one that like really left like an impression on me Mm -hmm. yeah I would say so too. Say so too. Well, before we get into this, we should probably say that there will be spoilers in this episode because this podcast is going to be for those who have read the books. Like, do not listen to this if you have not read the book unless you want a bunch of spoilers and you're just listening for fun, then do whatever you want. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Valid. But it's not spoilers for the whole series. No. Just decided. For A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an interesting perspective. It will. Because now we know everything, and now yes. we're just discussing we're a small fraction of yeah. the series, and it's going to be hard not to say everything. It is going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. You put yourself in your mind when you were first reading this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, and I hated it. <laughs> oh, perfect. Bring that. Bring that here. Bring the hatred. Talk it out. Yep. Should I? I'm going to yeah, talk about the a quick synopsis of the story. In a land called Perithian, where fairies and mortals are divided, mortals are afraid of the fae due to the stories of their cruel nature. 19-year-old Farah, our main character, lives her life in the mortal lands with her father and two sisters, Nesta and Elaine, after their father made a bad investment which led them to a life of poverty. With her father unable to provide for the family and her two sisters unwilling to help them help with their survival, Farah takes on the role as provider. After Farah kills a fae disguised as a wolf in the woods, a terrifying creature arrives to demand retribution. Choosing to be dragged to a treacherous magical land she knows about only from legends rather than be killed for her mistake, Farah discovers that her captor is not only a beast but one of the lethal immortal fairies who once ruled her world. As she adapts to her new home, her feelings for the fairy Tamlin transform from icy hostility into a fiery passion that burns through every lie she's been told about the beautiful, dangerous world of the Fae. But something is not right in the fairy lands. An ancient, wicked shadow is growing, and Farah must find a way to stop it or doom Tamlin and his world forever. Dun dun dun. Good mm-hmm. job. 
Farah is such a good main character. Yeah. Especially in this first book. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was very like um I don't want to say this in a bad way. I mean it's not bad. It's supposed to be how it is, but it's very it felt to me very like self-inserty. Oh like, yeah. I kind of just was in Farah's like shoes yes. from the start. It's very how Farah is written is very easy to put yourself in Farah's shoes. Yeah. And I love that I didn't realize a lot of fantasy series like women empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like I did not mm-hmm. realize mm-hmm. that it was like that's a lot of most of the fantasy series. Yeah. A lot of young adults specifically, yeah. I feel like, is a lot of female like leads that are like these badass yeah. warriors. Because yes. I feel like, I mean, I feel like a lot of fantasy is male like centered mm-hmm. and sarah j mass specifically writes a lot of female centered characters or like books which is great and i love that it's so sick yeah. it's so sick it is i love Thera. Mm-hmm. should we go over some of the characters that yes, we meet along? i was just gonna say mm-hmm. so as jordan how did I say your name like that? <laughs> Jordan? I was, was going to say Joe Den. Oh my god, I just we punched can cut that. the mic. We literally punched <laughs> it. We cut it. We can cut all of this. I just it's saw okay. the audio go crazy. I literally just like smacked. Okay. Don't don't beat your mic up. I know, I'm beating that show. Okay. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, like Jordan was saying, so Farah has two sisters, Nesta and Elaine, and her dad, who they all live with in this tiny ass little cottage it's like a shack it's like, it? it's like a shack it's like a dilapidated shack mm-hmm. and nesta and elaine and pharaoh all share the same bed yes yes and there are crazy tensions very willy wonka factory very willy wonka <laughs> yes yeah, so very true. old grandpa when they're like laying <laughs> yes. like yeah. different directions and as you already know from reading the book nesta is kind of a bitch and she kind of doesn't seems to not like Farah and like mm-hmm. loves Elaine. Like Elaine's the well, Farah's the baby, but Elaine is the middle child and she is treated more like the baby. Totally. Her dad and her sister seem to love Elaine more, and Nesta is just, you know, bitchy. Neither Nesta or Elaine want to help Farah or and neither does the dad. The dad is like hurt or hurt his knees or something, and so he does not do any providing for the family. Yeah. All he does is make his shitty little carved his little wooden figurines yes. <laughs> oh that nobody wants to buy. So Fair has to go be the provider. And mm-hmm. like we talked about, she freaking, that gets her into some trouble. Yeah. What was the part? She literally, wasn't she like selling like pelts and got money? Yeah. And then Nesta took it or something? So, yeah. So Farah kills that. Faye disguises a wolf in the woods in like the beginning of the book, mm-hmm. like very beginning, and she takes the pelt to the like merchant local market, and there's mm-hmm. this mercenary who buys the pelt and then gives um, Farah coins for it, and immediately Nesta and Elaine are like, "Oh, what's that money? Like, I want I new know. boots. I want new blah blah blah." And Farah's like, "What about the food?" <laughs> How are we gonna eat food? I'm just curious. I'm like, why was Farah chosen to be this breadwinner? It's so odd. It, I, it, yeah, I feel like if she hadn't done it, like no one would have done it. Like they probably yeah, all would have. Yeah, that's starved. true. But just like yeah, Nessa's a bitch, and Elaine's literally helpless. Yeah, so sad. <laughs> and, and the dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, so he the dad. Just let them all starve. And it's. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it was his own like 
like disappointment in himself that was like a cycle that mm-hmm. he like, couldn't yes wasn't that mentioned that he like couldn't yeah. get work anymore so then he just like he, fell into he his, like was depression just and just like mm-hmm. kind of was stuck in that cycle and couldn't bring him out couldn't bring himself out not even for his daughters what a loser yeah mm-hmm. does he even have a name by the way does the dad have a name <laughs> i don't I have know no idea. when i was looking on the the akatar wiki page it was literally like father i was like oh <laughs> yeah i have no He's idea irrelevant. no name no. irrelevant i think that the reason why farah steps into the provider role is because she was so young when they lost their money that she didn't know any other way versus mm. nesta and elaine had gone through some schooling mm. and they like lived their little life of luxury and they didn't have to do mm. much and farah by the time she was like growing up she was stuck in this position so maybe nesta and elaine were like oh i'm so used to doing nothing i don't want to provide and farah was like yeah she didn't know any better so but also i think i don't know if they talked about how or i don't know if they talked about if she knew how to hunt before they became poor or not i would assume not since they had like a big house and servants and stuff so so she probably taught herself i remember um favor talking about the first time she ever killed an animal Mm. and oh yeah it was like it was, you know, they had a certain amount of money. I think it was like a month's worth of money mm-hmm. once the father kind of lost all the money and that held them over for so long. And then after the month was over, like, they had to get food. And so Farah went out into the forest and she killed, I think it was like a rabbit or something. Mm-hmm. And she made her first kill. And I remember in the book her talking about, like, it, like, changed her. Like, it was a, such mm. a, like, turning point in her life that... She was like, this is, like, my first, like, murder. Like, I'm never going to be the same. And that's foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. To, oh, yeah. I that's, think that's so much foreshadowing. foreshadowing. I don't remember that part, but that's so much, like, to come of what Ferret does. Yeah. I feel like Sarah J. Mass does a really good job of foreshadowing. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like, I don't know. I've read, we've read a variety of books this year, and I feel like she has done the best at, you know... Not only world building, but also just, you know, getting really, really invested into the story. And even when she mentions those things, you even think about like, oh, is this going to turn Mm -hmm. into something more? Yeah. So that's what I was thinking with the mercenary. Mm -hmm. Kind of as I was reading this book, I was like waiting for the mercenary character to kind of come up again. And they didn't. And so I don't know. That's like a bit of a question mark for me. I'm like, are they going to come back? Mm -hmm. Sarah J. Mass doesn't write anything without reason like she's so intentional with her stuff that i always feel like they're all like little subliminal messages Mm -hmm. another good part of foreshadowing is the children of what are they called the The children children of of, blessed yeah the children of the blessed when that came up and they were talking about so in this world the humans are really afraid of the fae because perithian this giant kind of island this world Mm -hmm. is mostly the different um fairy courts and then the very bottom of perithian is the human lands and they think that not only silver will kill a fairy or protect them from a fairy but they also think fairies can't lie and they think that fairies will come over the wall and steal people and torture them like bring them back into the fairy realm and torture them which we find out later is not true and all of these things are just weird fables. i don't know yeah, yeah. fables yeah, to stay basically. away from the fairies yeah. yes i feel like things that they intentionally like gave to the humans to like use this control mm-hmm. you know like oh we can't lie 
so then you have to believe everything we yes say, which is such a good part like crazy. a big part of this book because like going into the next character kind of maybe tamlin mm-hmm. he shows up or this this mystery creature shows East. up to farah's house bashes down the door and is like hey you killed that wolf you killed was actually a fairy from my court mm-hmm. and now you either have to die right here right now or you're gonna have to come with me and live with me and farah chooses to go with tamlin yeah Aww. and i think there's something to be said about the way that that happens like literally this beast like bear monster wolf thing like comes in busts down the door like nearly breaks the table and Feyre is still like the one who's like per- like physically protecting mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. two sisters and her dad and not a single person is like oh take me instead or like no. save no, like I know. I'll I'll help you Feyre like Feyre is literally just alone they literally sacrifice her they did and and mm-hmm. they let her go and then she was just like okay i guess i'm going with this like beast because it was either wasn't he gonna kill her family too? Um, it was like everyone was kind of in danger. I thought this was I in the woods. Know. No, he no. busts into their cabin. But didn't she shoot something in the woods that all triggered this? Yes, the, the very okay. first part of the book. But he didn't capture her in the in the woods. No, mm-hmm. no, he, she sold the wolf pelt, and then mm-hmm. Tamlin in his wolf in his beast form busts yes. into her cabin, okay. and it's like. Disgusting, you weird human. Yeah, yeah, but then he's like, Yeah, you have to come with me. And she's like, Okay. She's and like, I guess I have to. So she literally gets swept off into the fairylands, which mm-hmm. we find out is the spring court. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she's like, I can't be here. I need to go back to my fucking yeah. abusive, impoverished family. I know. <laughs> I literally she, he's like, oh, all these like beautiful, delicious foods. I remember the first time she ate food in the spring court. She was like, why does it taste so good? Oh, yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, why are you trying to leave? I know. She's like, oh, my God, I hate She's it like, here. It's so shitty. Figure Just because out, she hates Faye so much. And yeah. that's like the main. She's scared part of the first part of this book is that she hates fairies so much that she would rather be in her dusty ass dilapidated (laughs) literally (laughs) instead of being this super nice mansion in the spring court where it's always spring where it's beautiful because she just hates them so much yeah she also had a lover which i just i literally just when we were going over this i just remembered him Mm mm-hmm little slut abandoned she abandoned isaac slash isaac abandoned her because he was gonna get married i think so right i think yeah. it was a very like casual it was yeah. a fling right because mm-hmm. i remember um you know maybe we'll go into that later i don't want to rush oh yeah i forgot to mention um a big part of farah not only being this like provider huntress badass she's also an artist and that is like a huge part of the mm-hmm. book like every other page it seems like she's like always looking at something and like picking out the color and saying how beautiful and how Mm -hmm. she wished that Mm -hmm. she could like make that color into a paint and she's painted her whole dusty 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 crusty cabin or whatever her little her, hut her, uh, the dresser she's, yes she's painted but the she's dresser. painted the wall she's oh, painted she everything did. and the table mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like so the only 
money she's ever had for herself she spent on paints so yes the paint that's a big part of her that's such a trope though i feel like the artist yes the Mm -hmm. artist or the reader Oh my oh, god. Yeah. The artist, the, the reader, the writer. In books always love books. It's so oh, yes. But so it's funny so funny. I know. Because off- I'm like, it's and me. It, there's a lot of like romance romance readers oh yeah in the fantasy realm oh, it's yeah. so funny it's so funny i'm like oh it's just like me yeah but our sweet farah our sweet illiterate farah she can't yeah, fucking she read can. okay she can't yeah. read she, so. couldn't, she couldn't be a reader because she literally could not read she literally no. couldn't read and that was part of i feel like like that when you what you were saying earlier with like her being too young to remember mm-hmm. their like lavish life like mm-hmm. she never was taught to read yet mm-hmm. Nesta and Elaine both know how to read. Yeah, and they didn't want to teach her. They didn't even think it was worth it. No one thought to teach her. It's just now coming to me like how shitty Farrah's life was. No, so shitty, shitty, like uneducated, (laughs) broke. Bro, fucking tragic. Honestly, it is tragic. Yeah, she had. Okay, so was her lover with another woman? No, that would be sick. Though no. Wait, Isaac. Isaac. No, I know, but was Isaac married to oh, someone? No, I thought you said was Isaac a woman. I was oh. like, no, that no, would be no. sick that as would hell. Be that no. would be sick. No, he's getting no, married. He, he, that's later. He's like the son of a butcher or something, yeah. and like literally, Fair oh, is like later. bottom of the freaking barrel, like the yeah. poorest person in yeah. town. Like their family's the poorest, so yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure she's like not even like quote unquote good enough to marry Isaac, like yeah. the butcher or whatever yeah. he is. Yeah, the baker. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I remember something like that um yeah so after she gets to the spring court she doesn't know who this man is she she knows he's a fairy she knows he's sexy she oh, knows mm-hmm. he but he's also wearing a mask and everybody else is Everyone's wearing a mask, wearing a mask. i forgot about this yes the masks the mask. i want to talk about lucian for a second oh, yeah. you guys can talk about when lucian i mm. i love lucian me too i love lucian he, i don't in like the first lucian. book he was so sarcastic and mm-hmm. like with his little jabby jabs and mm-hmm. his oh my god i was like why you should be with lucian i literally with thought, lucian i thought they mm-hmm. you know love triangle yes romance it's always I, love triangle mm-hmm. i was like oh my god it's gonna be farah tamlin and lucian yes and i was like who is she gonna be with choose lucian he was oh so god, like not get that vibe <laughs> no not get that vibe at you all you didn't like lucian at all lucian's okay i just well i can't go i can't get into it because it's we're doing the first book we are doing the first book. Okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're cutting this too. I know we're gonna have to do a time we're, marker. We're gonna cut Raven's a lot. gone. I know. It's okay. Who's gonna edit this? Raven's gone. Uh we can edit it. Okay. So do you wanna talk about Lucian and Tamlin? Yes. Okay. So like you said, they're wearing masks, so Feyre, like you can't really even see their full faces. But she's like, oh my god, everyone here is really hot. Mm-hmm. They're all like seven feet tall. Everyone's oh, yeah. beautiful, beautiful, luscious hair. Tamlin mm-hmm. with his like beautiful blonde hair, mm-hmm. and uh, Lucian with his like beautiful red hair, his little mm-hmm. fox mask. Mm-hmm. And she's suddenly in this land of like magical mystery. Yet, you know, the fear is still so like deeply instilled in her that she's just trying to leave constantly and it's not helping because they're being kind of cold to her they are they're Mm -hmm. being they're being nice to her but also being very distant and cold because i don't know they don't know her they're trying to give her space i think and also Mm -hmm. she's being cold back to them 
But over a short amount of time, I think she starts becoming friends with Lucian, right? I think she yeah. goes on a on a ride with him mm-hmm. like because she because tamlin basically says you can go wherever you want like you just have to stay in the spring court yeah but do your thing go wherever and then i think she goes out with lucian one day and they get to know each other better I yeah well, or something like that it's very much like like weird like you can tell that doesn't lucian call tamlin out one time for like his terrible flirting Oh yeah! Like, do you remember that? Oh, like he's like, oh, and this is this is how you're gonna flirt or something like that. And so you can tell there's like this weird tension between Feyre mm-hmm. and Tamlin. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, the perspective is Feyre, so we're like seeing how she thinks he's so beautiful, and okay, <laughs> is that better? Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's obviously like some tension going on between. Tamlin and Feyre and Lucian's picking up on it and mm-hmm. it's like this little triangle of sarcasm. I loved it. Yeah, I feel like ugh, I read this book so long ago. I feel like the middle part of the book is kind of a blur. I remember in the biggest points, but I feel like the time where she's just in the she's mansion vibing, in, yeah. I'm kind of like, what? well, you know, you know what the big thing is is before she got here to the spring court, she would always say, all I want to do is just have enough money and time to paint. Oh, yes. You remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. And when she got to the spring court, mm-hmm. um, Tamlin bought her all those paints. <gasps> yes, I and do And so remember she would this. just spend all of her time painting. painting. Oh, yes. And, you know, because she kind of figured, like, how would I, like, get, like, I'm kind of stuck here. Mm-hmm. And so she's painting all the time. And then um, creatures, like, the bogey start to come up. Mm-hmm. There's this the like blight. threat that she doesn't know anything about because Tamlin and Lucian aren't telling her. Yeah. She something is going on. They're being secretive. They're meeting with people. They're oh, they keep they keep going out to deal with these creatures, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know why. She doesn't know what's yes. happening. And so I think one day and she still wants to get out. She still wants to leave. She's not enjoying she she's she's getting what she wants out of life, which is painting and like time and like money whatever but when her mom died she she told her mom she promised her mom that she would take care of her family that's another reason and she did Mm -hmm. but she wants to go back (laughs) she doesn't know what happened to her family she wants to go back to her family so even though she has the life she wants she's so scared of her family or so scared for her family she's trying to find a way back right because she thinks they're all gonna starve to death mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of internal moral struggle with it, Farrah. It's a lot yeah. of like guilt that she yes. feels like she has to keep them alive and that's a common theme for a while yeah it is there's a lot of internal struggle with Farrah. Mm-hmm. yeah because she's like if i don't provide for them like literally who is and she's she's such a good person she is which she's she's, she's a very like protagonist Main yes. character like she is like the one who's trying to do good all the time mm-hmm. oh yeah which you know there's controversy around that but i think for who farah is i think it works mm-hmm. yeah i think <laughs> adalia pointed out once that farah is almost too perfect which you know there's nothing wrong with that but she really is it is a little too perfect sometimes but it's fine you know yeah we love her anyway and yeah. Should we talk about the serial when yeah. she escapes? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the serial, Lena? No. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm commentary this episode. <laughs> 
That's totally fine. Super valid. Well, um, okay, because I was just refreshing about the cereal, mm-hmm. and this is after she kind of, you know, she's been painting for a while, and um, she overhears Tamlin and Lucian like talking about the cereal and how you can capture it. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry, Lucian tells her. Yeah, about let's it. cut that. Lucian tells her. About the cereal and tells her if you trap it, it has to tell you anything mm-hmm. and it knows everything. And so she's like, okay, bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me go, let me go trap it. And so she traps it and she wants to know about Tamlin. She discovers that Tamlin's a high lord mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's kind of why he's been able to fight the creatures like the bogey and those creatures that he was going out to like defend their land against. Mm-hmm. And she asks about the blight and like if it's curable... And all the cereal says is stay with the High Lord. Like, stay with him and you'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gives her nothing, really. Stay with the and, High Lord. Ooh. And so she's like, okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, and how can I leave? And the cereal's like, you can't unless you want to die. Oh, my yes. God. So then she's like, ah, oh, shit. And I feel like that was, like, a big moment for her. Like, I'm not leaving. Like, I need to, like. Mm-hmm. be a part of this if i want to survive well it's also a big part her finding out that fairies can't lie because she asked uh-huh. and they he's like no that's or you know what the cereal is not binary they were like they them were like no fairies can lie you're dumb and also silver doesn't kill fairies or mm-hmm. like keep them away in any way and so that changed her mind a lot because she was just going with whatever they said because she yeah, she think she thought they couldn't lie. So that's she thought, she, thought yeah, yeah, that's what they thought. There was a lot of misinformation about fairies. And then the Naga attack, which are another the another set of creatures and she mm. fights them off and I can't remember if Tamlin shows up or what, but basically Yeah, yeah, it's, she, I'm pretty sure it's Tamlin. Yeah, she finds out a little bit more about what's going on. Yeah. And then what else happens and then well after the surreal is like isn't the little like Kalanmai yeah which is huge I love Kalanmai honestly is one of the best like parts of the book I think Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like especially the best at the beginning like I feel like at that point I was like oh like this is getting good Mm -hmm. you know so as you guys know Kalanmai is like for some it's reason like fire festival it's fire festival mm-hmm. for some reason like the high lord has to like fuck somebody as a beast the, in his beast form a beast for yes. the crops to grow for that year which something like, crazy so, so weird. weird so weird but oh, all i remember is the fairy wine yeah i was like oh my god so oh yeah and then with his little fiddle. Yeah. That, happen that happens in the summer or the spring. There's like two events that happen. There's, There's Calamai so where they tell her they're like, stay in your room. Mm-hmm. Something's about to go down. It's for your own safety. Yeah. We and all the other fairies or the Fae are gonna go party. Have you have fun. to stay in your room. Doesn't she go though? Well, yeah. She remember she out. says yeah. that she's so intrigued and like it's like the drums. The beats of the drums draw her in, and so yes. she sneaks out into out of her room and goes down. With all the fairies and like this craziness, and those two creepy fairies, yeah, are, they, like they tried to like, assault trying her, trying to get up on her. <laughs> and she then, was almost a victim. 
Mm-hmm. And then a um, mysterious man comes in and saves her. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and... Yeah. And Wait. they chat for a short amount of time, and she does say, like, oh, my God, this is the most, most beautiful, beautiful man I've ever seen. Yeah. Can we say his name? Yeah. We don't, yeah. Because he was introduced, right? I don't oh. think he was <gasps> Not he at this point. He wasn't in that moment. Mm-hmm. No, but it's he, just a mystery man at this it's point. It's just a super, super sexy mystery man. All I remember from, really, this passage was... I don't remember who said it, but it was like, dance, mortal, dance. I think that was during the summer part. (laughs) Wasn't that the festival, though? So the Calamai is just the fire festival. Basically, she just gets like, so I guess we could say, because, I mean, the readers have read this book. We find out later that it is a character named Rhysan, who is Amarantha's right-hand man, basically. Yeah. And uh, was, slash is high lord of the night Night court Court. but he's he's like yeah amarantha's right hand man so at this point he pulls her away from the fairies the evil fairies and they chat for a very short amount of time and then lucian finds farah and and lucian's pissed he's like what are you doing Mm -hmm. go back to your room Mm -hmm. you're Tempting Tamlin yep. with your sexy smell. Yeah. Basically, so like, yes. <laughs> the sexy you smell. need to go back to your room. And then she's like, okay, fine. On her way back to her room, she runs into Tamlin. And he's like feral. Like yes. feral yes. mode. And then this yes. is one of my favorite parts of the book is when like they're all like, oh my gosh. And he's like, oh my God, crazy right now. And then he bites her neck. And it's yes. so sexy. They like don't kiss or anything, but he's... He's Cause mad because he's, like, he's like, you tempted me. I yeah. I could not find you. I smelt you. Oh my god. I went so looking mad. for you. The I fair. couldn't and find then she's you. Like, <gasps> she's like, Don't oh be my mad god, my neck. But it's funny because like, okay. We Farah and Tamlin are obviously getting a little flirty, mm-hmm. getting a little freaky. But he literally tells her that he mated with somebody. And not mated, but like, whatever. Had sex with whatever the hell they're doing well, he, for this. The event. ceremony thing. He did the ceremony with somebody else, and now he's all up on her. Right. I was like, oh, what a slut. I know, but also, why is Farrah like, yes? Like, I know. Um, he literally already. He's know. literally ran through. Oh my God. You so know, true. well, do you remember that part where she goes, why would I want someone's leftovers? <gasps> yes, <laughs> so true. Yes. yes, so true. Yeah, Farrah. Mm, Slay. So funny from the beginning. Slay. Mm-hmm. She's like, so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was like, and, you know, why would I want you now? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, true. Because, like, he, Tamlin's really like, I'm going to go get with somebody else and then come in here and try to get with you. All they do is he bites her neck and that's it. It's so sexy, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. That scene. It was was sexy. She's she's all up against the wall and he's like. Yes. With Mm -hmm. his elongated canines. Oh, yeah. I did love that. It was very feral. I felt very, like, I was into it. That was, like, favorite smut of the book. I feel like Tamlin turning into a beast is underrated. Oh, Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I kind of forgot that even was a thing until later on. Yeah. But it is sexy. It's super sexy. It is sexy. I like that part. He, you know, I mean, I feel like it's so widely known that, like, Actar, the first one at least, is like Beauty and the Beast retelling. <gasps> so I just picture, like, oh, Beast wow. in my mind. Yes. Yes. Right? I do see the oh, correlation. I don't know what else happens in between that. Basically, there's Calami and then. You know, they'd be, they're a little flirty. Tamlin finally, you know, because he's being pretty aloof. Aloof mm-hmm. so far. But then we I get know. to see his real feelings. I feel like the romance tension between them was not that good. 
It wasn't really there yeah. until it really that wasn't night. There. It, it really, yeah, it was such like a slow, like we genuinely just, genuinely just hate each other. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like thing. I feel like there wasn't enough buildup between them until that night. Yeah, and then after that night, there was tension. Yeah, yes. there was. But I feel like when, t- like even in the beginning, like when he was just like, oh, he's like sexy or whatever. Like I feel like there wasn't enough lust. Yeah. No. But no. then, then the the whatever. What is that second event called? The the night where she actually gets to go. She gets to drink the fairy wine. I think that's wine. just like their little like spring, spring. equinox. Yeah, thing. something yes. like that. And okay. he plays her the fiddle, and, sh- and then she dances and around then, with the wine. And she's the, like, "I've never been so happy." Is that the dance, moral dance? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that was the sleigh part. Yeah. That was sleigh. I really was like, I want to drink some fairy wine. That I know. Me too. I was like, what? and she was like, all like, I know, because mm-hmm. the fairy wine is crazy for humans, right? Yeah, it makes like, you like, like crazy. super drunk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but it makes you just feel good. I want to go there. I want to go to there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they they admit their feelings for each other, and I think they kiss <gasps> mm-hmm. for real because he didn't actually kiss her <gasps> no. in the kitchen. And you smoochie? remember they go to the um the pool of starlight. <gasps> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right after, like the whole like at Cal and my fiddle blah 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 because yeah. that's like the first time that they're like oh my god like do they. <laughs> Do they like? Do they bang at that point or no? Oh my god! You know that's a great. Question. I can't remember really. I know that they kissed. I know they're like, we we like we each other. The pool of starlight was amazing. I love that point. Yes. And that's. I feel like that's like a point where they were like, it started to feel more flirty. Yes, for sure. Then immediately after the next day, things are going well. Farrah's like, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad here. I have a sexy mm-hmm. fave boyfriend. Fairies aren't that bad. Situationship mm-hmm. with the fave. But then. Sure. Uh, <laughs> sexy. And he's a beast. Yeah. Literally. But then the mystery man from the Calamai shows up and Tamlin's oh. Tamlin's like, hide. Or like, yeah, Tamlin's like, remember Tamlin pushes her against the wall and like tries to cover her with like yes. his own like scent or yes. so that mystery man from the high lord high mystery man from the night court doesn't notice that there's a mortal here because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. like super dangerous whatever and because mm-hmm. mortals are stinky mm-hmm. mortals smell really bad they smell horrible mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> wasn't that a thing that they don't like the smell of I mean, I probably think so. they're like magicless yeah. and boring i love yeah. how scent is such a thing in these books oh yeah <laughs> in all fantasy it's so funny is, yeah scent driven everything i think so scent driven but then Resan knows right away. He's mm-hmm. like, um, wait, who's that? Who's that? And then, mm-hmm. and then Lucian goes, "My betrothed." Remember that? Oh yeah, like to cover for it. He because, said betrothed. Well, yeah, you remember because Jesus, Lucian was like, "Oh, if Tam, Tamlin and Re- and Rysand, who have like this huge beef," mm-hmm. and so Lucian was like, "Oh, if I tell T- Rysand that she's mine, like he's gonna be less inclined to like fuck with her." Oh, and so, then Rysand oh, obviously. Oh, so the patriarchy is also in Fairyland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I feel like it's very much. It's very much the high fae, like male high fae. I feel like are so like they're so territorial. They're so territorial. So hot. (laughs) (laughs) But um, obviously, Rysand sees right through it, Mm -hmm. and he remember he makes Tamlin like bow Mm -hmm. and like beg on his fucking forehead to the ground. Yes. Or else he was going to kill him. Or he was going to tell Amarantha. He was going to tell Amarantha. And then remember, 
Rysan, so Rysan asks Feyre what her name is, mm-hmm. and Feyre says Claire Bedor, mm-hmm. who was like her, you know, family friend, hometown friend, thinking that he won't remember, you know, he's not going to think it's like a real person, whatever. And mm-hmm. Rysan goes to Amarantha, tells, <laughs> and then Claire, you know, the deal. Claire Bedor gets horribly murdered and tortured mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and Pharaoh mm-hmm. is like oh my god it's my fault but and, and added to the add to, add the, to the fucking girl. list for Pharaoh. Yes. my poor girl yes and then Tamlin at that point is like you need you know you're gonna go home yeah. we're sending you home so she goes home at that point she already knows that Tamlin had like taken care of her family so she shows up and her family was told by or like Tamlin used his magic basically to I don't know hypnotize Farah's family into believing that Farah went to go live with her aunt to help her because she was sick and that the father's ship because he was in the spice trade actually got recovered and so they got their wealth back and but Nesta the oldest sister was not fooled she the magic did not work on her and so she actually had gone to Farah's aunt's house looking for her, did not find her, tried to go, like, realized, remembered that she got taken by Tamlin, tried to go through the wall, couldn't get through the wall. So she kind of gave up, which I'm like, okay, uh, C <laughs> for effort. Like, but like, yeah. yeah, literally, she's like, uh, I'll try it, like, one thing. And then, yeah. so, Farah shows up and Ness is like, uh, yeah, I remember everything. Yeah. She's like, what, where are, like, why does everyone believe yeah, she's that, confused. like, all of this stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Basically, because Tamlin, you know, like, provided them all this money, whatever, so that they would be fine. Part of their deal with Feyren to go live with him and whatever. And, yeah. Feyren's back at the house. Mm-hmm. And, you back know. Back in the house of depression. Back in the house. But, you know, it's now it's, like, this nice house and Elaine's planting, like, flowers and the same stuff. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. back. And then... Doesn't she go, or Alice comes? No, Alice doesn't come to her. She goes back. I think she realized she that goes she back because she's like, I love Tamlin. Tamlin. She knows now something's going down. She doesn't know exactly what's going down, but she goes back. She somehow finds her way through the wall. Can't remember how that happens, but whatever. <laughs> she goes back to the man manor. The manor is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Alice destroyed. Who we didn't even talk about before, but Alice, her dungeon maid. No, her not her dungeon. <laughs> no, her her uh, chamber maiden. Chamber maiden. It's always one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chamber maiden. Tells her what happens. Tells her all about the Amarantha lore. Mm-hmm. How she. Well, we don't have to go probably into all of that lore, but Amarantha basically is a bitch. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. Everyone here knows she's, she's a whore and a bitch. bitch. She's overtaken the entire. Fucking Perinthian. Yeah, all of Perinthian, basically, in the name of Highburn, which is the other land that is all fairies. <laughs> but she basically, Amarantha came and stole Tamlin. Oh, and this is when she finds out about the frickin'. The curse. Not the curse, but the agreement that Amarantha and Tamlin had. Mm. And this is when I kind of lost. My, I was like, oh, Tamlin. But then after this, I found out this. I was kind of like, oh. Mm-hmm. Because, do you want to talk about the agreement that Amarantha made with Tamlin? You should talk about it. Because I feel like you're <laughs> going to say it better than I will. <laughs> uh, so Amarantha loves Tamlin. She wants to marry him. And 
Tamlin was like, I would rather marry a human than marry you. Mm-hmm. And this is after Amarantha had basically overtaken, tricked most of the High Lords into basically she stole their magic. She overtook most of the land. The spring court was holding out. She invited them to this masquerade. Amarantha is like, okay, you'd rather marry a human? But how about if you don't find a human that hates Faye to fall in love with you, then you have to come live under the mountain, which is where everybody's trapped, basically, with me, and you have to marry me. And also, you're going to be stuck with these masquerade masks until that happens as right. well. And do you remember, okay, the most tragic part is when I realized that didn't Tamlin send Farah off literally on, like, the last day before yes. the 50-year mark? Yes. And all she had to do was say, I love you, mm-hmm. and literally ev- the curse would have been broken. But, so this is why I'm kind of like, ugh. Like, so the Tam- whole thing was Tamlin kept sending Tamlin. these wolves, not the wolves, but these fae, disguised as animals because basically he wanted a human woman to Mm. murder this animal knowing that it was a fairy and then he would whisk them away literally he like trapped vera like it was a trap it was a trap it was not on accident it was on purpose and kidnapping yes and he wanted her to fall in love with him and she did fall in love with him and then at the last minute he was like oh go home so i'm like that at that point i was like this just was commit. all a setup <laughs> just commit yeah also if <laughs> you're gonna your freaking if you're gonna freaking set her up you might as well reap the benefits of it I you know. know the day before dude mm-hmm. and she's all in the wagon like oh my god i love him but i can't yep. say it. Blah, 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 blah. yeah it's fucked up because like i don't know but at this point you know, Alice tells her all this, and she's like, "Like, oh, should oh I should have gotta go god. save my man." Yeah, instead of being like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa," I was set up. She's like, "Oh my god, I have she's to like, save oh my god, him." Bae. I could have said, "I love you," you and I didn't. Save him. And so she makes her way under the mountain against Alice's warnings. Yeah, Alice, Alice is, is like, "Just like, go, uh, girl, just go." And Farrah was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "I'm going in there, full mortal." And full I'm- mortal. <laughs> She has no other choice. <laughs> yeah. Full mortal. Full mortal. Exposed to elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and she's just gonna go in and save Tamlin. Yeah, as like Which, a fucking normal ass person. She, she she's thinks like, I got she this. thinks she's gonna go sneak in and then get surprised when she's caught is yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> like what did you think was no, gonna literally, happen? Literally, it's like she got caught even before like she got she was like in the tunnels or something and then this creature creature called the at adder? The adder? The the gargoyle <gasps> the like tour? things. Yeah. Oh, a, a tour. tour. You said a tour. A tour. A tour. A tour. A tour. Mm. Either way, That's she so gets fancy. caught and she gets brought to Amarantha, where she sees Claire sprayed up on sprayed splayed <laughs> up splayed up on the li- banner. She's blood everywhere. It's awful. So she's fun. like fuck. She is not doing well. She's like, uh oh, this is not good. Tamlin's at her side as her like literally entrapped husband not husband but you know entrapped partner yes mm-hmm, literally and then you know amarantha tells her about the yeah so you know fair was like i want tamlin free and i want myself free and everyone free and mm-hmm. amarantha's like oh well <laughs> no. no but way. she's like okay like for fun like to appeal to my own morbid curiosity like let's do some trials to yes. see if you can do it and Pharaoh's like, okay. And the first one, arguably probably my favorite, is the worm. Oh, yeah. I know oh. you have a lot to say about the worm, but 
I loved that scene. I thought it was so good. The action. I could, like, see myself there. I was like, ooh, it's like Hunger Games. Yes. It brought me back to that, like, nostalgic thing. Truly, what I remember of this book is the worm. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was the Alaskan, Alaskan bullworm from, from Spongebob. SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, There's such, like, a anonymous Universal. decision that that's what we all pictured. Yes. I know, because I saw a meme about it on Instagram, and I was like, oh, is it not? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was like, was I wrong? Oh, my God. Yeah, what else? And then, can, can we look up a picture of it? Because <laughs> yeah. it's definitely not that. Oh, the actual worm? Yeah. Well, like, it, it's supposed to be, like, this, like, basically, like, a scary wingless creature. dragon. Like, it's, like, a long, like... With like a bunch of teeth, it's almost like a snake. It's like a, it's like that's a really scary the, snake. That's also the Alaskan bullworm. The Alaskan bullworm had teeth. I know. And it was like it was just I a know. worm. <laughs> it's a giant fucking worm. There's also like I think a zoomed in picture of what a leech or something. Maybe it's not a leech, <laughs> but like the, all the rows of teeth. Yeah, that's yep. what it reminds me of. Totally. Maybe we can add in a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is what it's supposed to be. Oh, can I see? I don't know if you can even see that. It's like this, like, scary, scary, scary. uh, Let's also do a side-by-side of the Alaskan bullworm. (laughs) That's literally... Yeah. Yep, literally this picture with sandy Mm -hmm. cheeks in the middle, and it's, like, fair (laughs) up. That is exactly what I was picturing. That's literally what I was picturing. Yeah. Revolution. Yeah, literally. So this is like all I really remember of this book, to be honest, is like how long it took for her to defeat this worm. Girl, it's a giant worm versus and she one was, human. I know. I, She's trying her best. I know. But I know. she was like in a pit. She was in a pit or something, right? She was it was in a the maze. worm's den full of all the worm yes. shit. Disgusting. And, and like dirt. And, it's and that's yeah. how she it's ended up. Victims. That's how she ended up killing the worm. She made. Oh, because the worm was blind. That's the thing. Oh, it yeah. could smell. Oh, and, yeah, oh, and figured, so she covered she herself. She was blind in the mm-hmm. ring, right? She covered herself in the dirt. And then she made a trap for the worm out of human bones. And then she trapped the worm. And Amarantha mm-hmm. was like, what? Oh, but she did get bit by the worm, like, bad. Yeah. And they threw her in the dungeon, and they were like, good fucking luck Remember, with that. Remember, doesn't her arm... It's, fucked, she fucked it's like, basically, like, torn off halfway. The bone is sticking uh-huh. out. It's really bad. It's crazy. Sarah should be it's an bad. amputee. Yeah, no, literally. But then, <laughs> guess who comes to her fucking cell to help her out? <laughs> well, honestly... Like, she should, or she, like should she should have. She should. Or, like, she should for it's representation. Lana's Personal opinion that Farrah should have been an amputee. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm confused. No, like, she should have. If, like, she should have lost her arm. Yeah, she should have lost her well, arm. she would have if Rysan didn't come to her dungeon. Mm. I know, but she's still fucking mortal. I know. Well, like, the, I know. That thing, that would have fucked her up. Yeah. Well, she was about, she, she was, like, on the edge survived. of death. She barely survived. And then Rysan. No, it's just my personal opinion that she should be an amputee. I mean, I think that'd be great. Cut for her, her story arm arc. That would be crazy. That'd be crazy for her. Oh my god, no. I mean, it, was, it wasn't gonna cancel. It's me on this podcast. I mean, she was like, can cancel us. she was so close to losing she was, her arm. She, she was, was about to die. She was about to die. And then Resan comes to her dungeon, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Listen, I know I'm Amarantha's right hand man, but I'm gonna make a deal with you. Mm-hmm. You can spend." I will heal you and I will help you if you spend one week of every month in my court after all of this is done. And she agrees to it. And when you make a deal with somebody in this in Perithian, 
you get it you have to you get a tattoo and it's a tattoo (sighs) up her arm and on her palm and on her palm it's a an eye and she is like didn't know about the tattoo so she was like whoa okay this is crazy i love that i love in that world that there's tattoos i know it's so cool like it's so cool and then once it's cool lore done the tattoo disappears Mm -hmm. yeah once the bond's like completed Mm -hmm. right but this bond is forever i'm not like this like agreement it's forever like one week there's no there's no time limit yeah and so once he heals her you know she has like what it's like a couple days until her next trial it's kind of crazy yeah and they make her do chores in the meantime yeah they make her do chores she's got to pick the lentils out of the fireplace wash mm-hmm. the floors with the dirty water mm-hmm. she's um this is the Ferris cinderella, cinderella arc yeah it really is cinderella, Mm-hmm. Not only her life was already hard enough, and then she becomes so, like into chores. She too. was already Cinderella in the <laughs> yeah. human realm, and then yeah. she's Cinderella in fairy like, It's like one level like lower somehow too. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah. It's worse. Like it's she went worse. from bad to worse. Yeah, yeah. She's in the fucking trenches. Yeah, she is. Literally in the trenches. The Literally worm in trench. the worm trenches. She with shit. almost amputee trenches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So true. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> and then the second trial happens, and. It's a something to do with reading, and she can't, fucking read. can't fucking read. She's illiterate. She can't read. She's literally illiterate. So she almost. And how the? Okay, can we talk about how did Amarantha know that? I don't think she did. <gasps> yeah, she really? didn't know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I feel like Amarantha is so like evil that she like she may did have. that like like she's all knowing on purpose. Because at the beginning, well, this has nothing to do with being illiterate, but before all these trials started, she was like, you can either face these three trials and. I'll let Tamlin go, blah, 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 I'll let you go. But, or you could answer this riddle for me. And the riddle, I'm not going to lie, I did not think oh, anything I, of I it. I was like, I don't fucking know what that means. I'm stupid because I never picked up the riddle. No. I never got Everybody's the like, either. oh my God, it's so. There's so many memes about like, it. Makes, I know. Makes so like, much oh, sense. I'm like, okay, some of us don't get it. No, I did not get it. Dumb. Some of us really don't understand riddles in general. Yeah. <laughs> riddles? <laughs> Just completely. Not my strong suit. Over the head. Yeah. Never. So we are on this second trial, and Rhysand end up, ends up helping her because she is about to... It's some sort of lever. Like, she's supposed to pick the right lever. Levers. And also, mm-hmm. if she doesn't pick the right one, not only she dies, but also Lucian. They, like, grab Burn Lucian. Burn to death with the hot spikes or something Oh, yeah, like they that. were going to crush him with hot spikes. He's yeah. all chained there. Yep. Yeah. And she's kind of like, you're not even helping me. Yeah. Like, so what? And Just you, and you but, know what? She... The reason she picks the second lever because she's like two people, like me and Tamlin. Oh, oh yeah. It's like, girl, Farrah, what the? Farrah's kind of dumb. Ew, she's cringe. a little bit. In like, this one. She's a little bit like so naive. Like I don't her like humanness that. is. That's the, it shows that feels so hard. honestly out of character for Farrah. Well, she's just some. If the human Farrah's. We can't say the human Farrah. Well, yes, because we. This is spoiler. (laughs) This is spoiler, like a spoiler podcast. Not a spoiler. She she does turn into Faye in the end of the book. Okay, so we can say human Feyre is stupid, and I think that's like like I think that was part of the reason, like because like you know, Mm -hmm. like you're stupid as a human, then you become high Faye, and you're like brilliant and gorgeous and immortal. I just Mm -hmm. don't like that. I don't know. Like she only chose that because it's like her and Tamlin. Yeah, I don't like that. That she seems... had nothing else to go. She off really though. had nothing. Girl couldn't even. I know read she can't read. You know her. what? I'll be nicer to Farrah. And she so can't read. She goes to pull the second lever, and her tattooed hand starts to burn. Oh. And 
and she's like, what the fuck? And so she tries to do it again, and she's like, what, what's happening? So she goes, so the first one, it's burning. And then she goes for the third one, no burn at all. And so she pulls the third one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. C'est la vie and is I, the one. Mm-hmm. C'est la vie. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, I lost my train of thought. During all of this, also... Like, in between the trials, not only is she doing the chores, but she's also, because she made this agreement with Brisan, she's having to go to these parties with him, basically. So, her, his, like, henchwomen, I don't know, they're like these ghostly night court fairies, and they get her cleaned up, they put her in some slutty clothes, and then he... They um, slutified Farah? Yeah, they do. No. They slutified Farah. She had, like one shred of clothing on mm-hmm. what like basically a huge song and what she was pissed <laughs> she was like i don't remember the, the yossification of Feyre. and no. you remember all the body paint it was a whole fucking deal yeah they know, body guys. painted her to like like to match the rest of her like swirly black like yeah. night what court tattoos you know no wasn't it because hmm? um rysan didn't want amarantha to know that they had that bond or the the um <gasps> the deal oh. the deal i think that it was because I think he was just trying to help Vera. Like, I think he was trying to not only make Tamlin angry, he mm-hmm. was also trying to, like, not maybe take some of the pressure off Vera. Because Amarantha hates Vera because yep. Tamlin and Vera love each other and Amarantha loves Tamlin. Amarantha wants Tamlin. And so Farrah's, or Rhysand's just trying to help Vera. And so, you know, yeah, they're just, they, they're going to all these parties. She wins the second trial. In between the third trial, that is when there's... I don't know how. I cannot remember how. But Tamlin gets an opportunity to see Farah mm, in a room. It's when they're in the big ball yes. area. And like Before the final trial. Yeah, Tamlin like sneaks off, uh-huh. grabs Farah, and they like go into yes. that little extra room. And they like start making out. Yep. They don't even say a word to each other. Yes. They just start making out immediately. And Farah's like, oh my god, no words needed. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's she's basically like I'm gonna die, or yeah, she's, she's just like, not. Okay, she's I'm gonna not, get one last she's not feeling session. great, and that's a, again another one last reason. Quickie, honey, <laughs> literally <laughs> another reason why I'm not loving Tamlin at this point. I'm like, you don't try to save her. You're literally like, let's make out. Like okay. so true. Yeah. Okay. Like he yeah. should be. He should literally be like on the floor crying. Mm-hmm. He yes. He should be begging. He should be begging. And then we he should be. S- going to amarantha begging oh no yeah i know he should be doing something he should be trying to protect farah he should be like let's sneak you out he's like no i'm gonna get i'm gonna get in where i fit in i'm gonna fucking (laughs) i'm gonna get in where i fit in oh my god that's a crazy line it's so true though he's horny he's like let's just make out and i'll touch your butt he's he's horny in like not good ways no he's kind of a like savior woman no i know literally mortal yeah and then Rhysand finds them and he's like, dude, Amarantha's going to come in and be fucking pissed. And so he starts making, doesn't he start making out Farah something to like cover up? Yeah, well, or something he, like he that? goes in there and starts kissing Farah because he knows that if Amarantha, Amarantha finds that Tamlin was the one kissing Farah, oh my gosh, she's going to be so jealous and mad. Mm-hmm. And the body paint's all messed up. Because they were all, like, making out. And so Rysan gets in there and is, like, messing it up and stuff. And then so that he can 
like cover for her, which, you know, we don't really know why he did that at this point. But yeah, I guess just trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. We don't. Yeah, at this point, we don't know why Re- Resan is even willing to help Farah. Yeah, because he's supposed to be a bad guy. He is. Oh my God, he's. You know, like I said, yeah. But we're getting these like little glimpses well, of like him doing nice things. I think that maybe sometime during this time, Resan mentions that he's kind of being. Like, oh, yeah, people call him Amarantha's whore. Mm. That is literally, like, his That's, nickname. And yeah. so, and I think he makes a kind of comment about how it's not his choice and blah, blah, blah. And then we get a kind of a bigger picture, like, oh, maybe he is not so much of a bad guy. Like, maybe he is just as much of a prisoner as she is or anybody else here. Because literally everybody's a prisoner of Amarantha because mm-hmm. she's evil. He's just misunderstood. He is. He's he so is misunderstood. misunderstood. We don't really know. He's just He's a so- mystery, like... Yeah, he is a huge mystery in this book. So torture. And um, mm-hmm. what is the third trial? The third trial is she has to kill three fairies, three oh fae, and the third one. Okay, their their this. heads are covered, mm-hmm. and she unco- She's crying. She's like, "This is awful." People are they're like begging. Um, it reminds her of like earlier in the book, Lucian and um. Tamlin bring in this fairy that was attacked by one of Amarantha's like ghouls where the wings got cut off and like the fairy dies and it's really tragic. She's just like, oh my God, this is happening again. Like somebody's dying. She kills the first two people. She's like, yeah, you're dead. And then you're dead. This is Pharaoh's bag ripped off. It's Tamlin. The third fairy is Tamlin. And she's like, no, like I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, you know, like almost is like, I'd rather just drive the stake into my Yeah, heart. she was going to kill herself. Oh, yeah. And then she has this moment of clarity, which honestly, Pharaoh's smart as shit for this one because I never picked this up. Oh, no. I never, like, you know, talk shit on Pharaoh. How did she put this together? So smart. She realizes going back on the conversations in the Supreme Court that Tamlin's heart is made of stone. Mm. Which doesn't make any, like, I'm like Sarah J. Mass. I don't remember any of that happening. Also, how was that thing? Ms. Mass? I think it was part of the curse. I know, but like... Is it? Oh my god. I, don't I mean, so. I imagine so because Even I think realm? that's part of the reason she was able to control all the High Lords. They all had stone hearts. Because their magic and, like, whatever was, like, all dwindled. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, she stabs Tamlin. Mm-hmm. And... Because she knows that she knows he has a stone heart. I mean, there's a point where she's like, I could be wrong, but But I'll just, I have to take the risk. I have to do this. And he is giving her the like eyes, like, yeah, he's like, do it. And then so she's like, all right. So she stabs him. And yeah, he has a stone heart. So he's like, but he lives. Yes, he lives. And And Amarantha's like, Amarantha's pissed. (laughs) She's pissed, but she's also like, (laughs) yeah, she's like, the specifics of my deal i didn't say when i had to um free them, free them whatever all. she was like, gonna I could do free them whenever i wanted and all the fairies like all the captured fairies were like you know like they were starting to kind of rebel like they're all pissed like she won she mm-hmm. she beat all your trials like mm-hmm. let us go yes and so amarantha starts getting mad and she starts fucking breaking Farah's back like rising her up in the air and yes. like basically torturing her killing her with her yes. power and killing her and kind of all shit goes crazy and um this is when Rysand picks up Farah's dagger she just killed the fairies with 
mm-hmm. and tries to hurl it at Amarantha. Amarantha's like, nope. Flings him against the wall. Mm-hmm. Starts, like, beating down on him with her power. And he keeps trying to get up. Oh, you know what? And stab Amarantha. We miss part of it. So she she stabs him and she's like, hey, hey, hey. Or maybe, I don't know, she's like, you stabbed him, but you didn't kill him or something like that. But she actually ends up solving the riddle. We forgot. She solves, she solves it as the... her back is breaking. <gasps> yes. Okay. What the that's kind of. Do you remember on. that? She's like, and the answer is love. And then she like dies. <laughs> so dramatic. What? Do you remember that? No. I and mean, then so I remember so her literally like breaking. Technically, she solves the riddle, but it's literally right before she dies. So it doesn't really. Oh my god! The, mean the, anything. The answer and is then, love. The answer is that I know. Ew. So that's what it was. I, so the answer is love, <laughs> and so that cringy. that breaks that, that breaks the, breaks gives the curse. all the high lords yes. back their power, and then then they are able to. So then Tamlin rips Amarantha apart. Yes. Like, immediately in his beast form. Yes. So everybody has their full power back. So Amarantha's kind of dumb for like, uh, even, uh, like. Really? You're gonna like like stupid riddle is gonna be what I know, she, takes well, you down. She was so cocky that she so never thought anyone would get that. Even though, like looking back, like that was pretty stupid riddle. I know. Even though stupid I riddle. was too stupid to get it, and the answer is stupid. The answer is a little bit like love. Mm-hmm. Love wins. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate it's it. A little bit like cliche. We can talk about parts we like. Maybe we already have been talking about parts we like. We can talk about parts we don't like <laughs> when we're done with this. Mm-hmm. Because there's a couple parts that I was like, ugh. So, yeah. So, at the end... Well, we gotta talk about how Feyre comes back. Yeah, I was gonna say, at the end... Uh, I mean, it's towards the end. All the High Lords, they got their power back thanks to Feyre. Mm-hmm. And so, they all... She's dead. She's looking bleak, she's, looking sad. She's looking through Rysan's eyes. Oh yeah, as she's dying. As she's dying because she's looking through their their bargain. Yes. And she's seeing herself broken and she's seeing like all the high lords coming together, each giving a little kernel of their power into mm-hmm. her. Oh yeah, that's so that she can become Yeah, it was so sweet. That was a life. very sweet part. And then so she opens her eyes and she's fucking high fae. Yes, Lay. So it's like this is her Bella moment. When she opens her eyes, yeah, like, literal yeah. Bella moment. This is the Bella moment when she's like <gasps> yes <laughs> orbs open that is so sick i love that part because honestly i did see spoiler art and i saw that farah was gonna turn into a fae mm. but i didn't know it was gonna turn out like i didn't know it was gonna be at the end of the first book so she's right. high fae and at the end they they fucking go back to spring court dude. go back to the spring court and i think that resan talks to her very briefly mm-hmm. on the like she's in a room it's and on she, the little balcony yeah. little thing yeah but then he, he? he dips the night court really fast yeah he goes back home he says um he what does he say i think he says something about the bargain like I'm, she thanks him for his help and he tells her not to thank him yet she probably won't be thanking him after right being in his court for that week out of every month for the rest of her life, which is just kind of like the perfect cliffhanger into the second book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> and then it gets so good. Yes, this series just gets better and, and it better. It gets better so and better. Good. So we talked about parts we loved throughout we were talking about it. What are parts you guys didn't like? The riddle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the riddle was stupid. Um, um I... Okay... 
I feel like I didn't like. Okay, well, I don't know if I don't like it, but I want to talk about when Farah thinks her dad shows up to the Supreme Court to rescue her. Oh, yeah, we didn't and talk about I that. I think it's like a little bit of like her delusional mind thinking that her like dad with his bad knee can barely walk would somehow make it all the way she, to the spring court i know to save her she was really like she was desperate and she wanted to see what she wanted to see so you know she follows her quote-unquote mm-hmm. dad and it turns out to be some like creature who tries yeah. to kill her they stop her they grab her and they're like no look i think yeah they, but it's kind of sad because going sad. back because like farah again was the provider she has to be strong for her whole family i think she in that moment was like wow my dad because i think she was ho- holding a hope that somebody would try to save her she's like yeah. mm-hmm. oh my god my dad actually is here to save me and then when it wasn't she was like oh yeah i'm stuck my parents or my dad sucks my dad. and my sister suck and nobody's coming to get me you know what daddy i always thought issues. yeah it's for real daddy, real issues. daddy issues i in this book i was always like where is Farah's mom she's dead but what happened to her? Why does um, no one ever talk yeah, about her? Is. What is her story? I think you know what's so interesting, too, is this part always stuck with me when Farah first gets to the spring court and is, like, talking to Tamlin, like, what are fairies? Who are you? Like, what's going on? And he goes, what, your mother never told you about us? Ooh. And it's like, wait, why would her, Whoa. why would Farah's mom say something? Like, what does she know kind of oh thing? Like, insinuating God. that she knew more. Yeah. Ever since that, I'm like, what? It's the connection. There has to be. You know, I'm always so curious, and I know Sarah J. Mass doesn't do anything without meaning. I feel like she's gonna bring the mom, like not. I mean, she's she's dead, but I feel like we're gonna get more of a backstory. Story arc of the mom. Yeah, yeah, we could talk about. We could talk about so much with this series because, as you know, or maybe you don't know, Sarah J. Mass not only is the author of A Court of Thorns and Roses, but she is the author of Throne of Glass, which is a very long series. It has at least eight books. I think eight books, including the prequel and the um, that we're all other book. Yeah. yeah, that we're reading now and we'll go over when we're done. I cannot wait. I know. So it's so it's good. It's so good. Sarah it's J. So Mass good. is like, love her. But Amazing. So this series so far only has four books and then a little novella. So, and she has mentioned that there's going to be like more books that come out. And so I think she said two more. Yeah, There's so much more that we can talk or there's so much more that could happen. We'll get to that point when we get to that point. But at this point, or I'll talk about a part that I did not like. Um, First of all, the watery bells. Oh my god, I'm so glad you brought that Wait, up. Because it's, is it in this book is too? Dude, like, constantly no, that's, shitting her pants. Yes, like four times. Dude, okay, we need to talk about this. Is she actually shitting her pants though? Yes. Or is it like, you know when you get nervous? My bowels turned watery. Dude, that what? means she like, shit. Diarrhea. And you know, I don't I, think she's actually... It's at least a shark. Yeah, it's a shark. <laughs> and I will stand by that. Because like... <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> what is happening with your... Why are they so... Okay, what? I think that's not normal. It's okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? IBS, I mean? IBS, <laughs> talk for yourself, bitch. Farah has <laughs> IBS. Farah is an IBS queen. She is an IBS queen, IBS and I relate to her. I don't think she's actually shitting her pants. I don't know. I think that Sarah. Yeah. Okay, we need to ask Sarah J. Mass. Can we have a fucking questions? Because this with is Sarah a James. big. Th- I've seen this on like Instagram and stuff. Is she shitting her pants? Yeah. Is she shitting her pants? I don't think she's shitting her pants. I think she gets nervous. And like, and you're right. Maybe a shirt. 
I, I don't want to be right. No. I don't want to be right either. The first but. time I read it, I was like, what the fuck? But I think, I will say, I think Sarah <laughs> J. Mass, she took some freaking notes because this only happens, I think, in this one book where she mentions it four or like I three think, or four I times. I think she has watery bowels in Miss Does she really? God damn it. Do you know another it. book there's watery bowels in? Song of Achilles. Oh, no. It's in the Song Maybe of Achilles. Maybe they were in cahoots together. Them two. Mm. I think it's a figure of expression to Is it? just emphasize the nervousness. I don't think they're actually shitting her pants because that would be insane. <sighs> would be She's so literally <laughs> has, she has watery bowels and then she goes and has sex. <laughs> like I don't think that's happening. You never know. Because Sarah J. Mass is a freak. Because there is Ew. a lot. Of, so gross. There are. T- oh my god! Not the scat. Is that what? Is that what it's called? Sorry. Sorry. We're cutting that. I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> no, don't don't cut that. But because I feel like a lot of it's like when there's high tension, and then there's usually like the tension is followed by smut. So I don't think she's shooting what? her pants. No, she's like okay, it's she's not like, always followed by smut. She's like a sneak- lot of the times it is though with, throughout the series. She's like, she's like going into the freaking under the mountain, and she's like, my bowels turned watery. Yeah, when she's nervous, like she's, she's scared. Really she's scared. She's literally. Yeah, she's, I think it's a tummy. It's a nervous tummy thing. I don't think it's actual shit. I got beef with Sarah because. <laughs> I this is actual conversation. Why? I know. We'll we'll go we'll go on. I also yeah the riddle. Don't like how cheesy it was. The I hate che- when a book gets cheesy. I'm like yeah. It gives me the ick. Well, also as I- cheesy as the t- the Tamlin the freaking two lever thing. Oh, uh, that's no. cheesy me as and fuck. And that just doesn't really follow Ferris like character. Ferris is so smart until she's so dumb. Yeah, but you're right. I think it's it like is because one. she's human. She yeah. gets smarter throughout the books. Yeah, and she's she only really 19. Does. She's also, she doesn't know so much. Right. And she's so uneducated. <laughs> literally illiterate. She literally uneducated. is uneducated. Yeah, it's like, how much can we shit on her? Mm-hmm. You know? But she's shitting her pants. But she, <laughs> she shits on herself. We mm-hmm. can, but she will do it for herself. Oh my god. What else is a part we did not like? I think that overall, I loved the book. I think I gave mm-hmm. it five stars. Let me look at my Goodreads. Yeah, I let's did see not, our Goodreads I did not. I did not rate this good. You know what? I think I gave it a four. Whoa. I think I gave it a five. I thought it was really good, even though there were a couple parts where I was like, mm, what? Yeah. I yeah. I think it was super good. For some reason, I always tend to, like, rate series harder than I do standalones. Because I'm comparing mm. each book to each other. <gasps> That's Guys. fair. How did you rate it? I rated a two. Oh, a two. my God. I know. Oh. That is, okay, this feels That's like um, a bit... Uh, sacrilegious yeah, yeah it is because now i'm like such a diehard so fan. if you could go i mean you can go back but what would you rate it now i don't know in probably hindsight. i think in hindsight probably a three mm. oh. i know i mean yeah uh, I, that's I, you hard saying you didn't like the first one i so wasn't valid. into it but i wasn't ready for fantasy mm-hmm. i just was like i like now i'm looking back at my history i'm like not it was giving. so surface level mm-hmm. and now i like understand like i just didn't get the lore mm-hmm. like i just didn't know what i was getting myself into mm-hmm. yeah obviously i didn't get the lore because i'm like what all this happened and i had no idea but i just like didn't wasn't in the right mindset to like mm-hmm. digest fantasy mm-hmm. the way it is i like the way i like look at it now mm-hmm. i almost think too much happened in such a short amount of time which is funny with my other opinions about some other books in this series which i'll talk about when we get there but 
so much was crammed into how many pages is it like 450 i think if it's you swipe definitely short for a fancy book but then sarah j mass does this thing where she starts short so it's 419 pages she starts That's short really and then short. as the yeah, series goes short. on they get longer and longer yes. and longer which yeah. is you know good because i wouldn't want to start a series that was like you know a thousand pages long for the first one right but yeah there's a lot that happens and my favorite parts were definitely once she got under the mountain i was like yes this is so cool yeah the music that gets sent into her cell and it kept her going beautiful it was beautiful and it yeah it was such like a revival for her it was a revival i read a court of thorns and roses after i read the midnight library oh my god that was when was that that was so long ago literally like we did a book club three two or three summers ago and let me just say the midnight library sucks sorry yeah, don't read the midnight library don't read it it's i romantic. thought it, i gave it three stars it was so mid it was mid everybody it was loves so it Anyways, okay that's that's how far how long ago i read that yeah i read it at the beginning of the year when did i read it i read it i finished it february 21st 2022 wow Jeez, i read it a long in time ago. march Sometimes if you, like, mark it, like, if you do start and finish on Goodreads, it'll mark the dates for you. Also, says I read it two times. I didn't. So I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. That's funny. You probably, fit, like, read it, like, marked it as read twice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, do we have any more comments about A Court of Thorns and Roses? Oh, what did we think was going to... I know it's hard to, like, predict for the next book, even though we've already read it. Mm. But when I personally finished... Court of Thorns and Roses. I thought a Court of Mist and Fury when Resan was like, "Oh, you have to come live with me for a week." I was getting very much Hades and Persephone's vibes, mm-hmm. like she has to go to the underworld because totally, yeah, yeah, because it's like the Night Court is supposed to be scary yeah. and like it's what the Under the Mountain was modeled after. Mm-hmm. So she's scared. I thought it was totally gonna be Hades and Persephone's. Ass. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Like literal, like purgatory. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like. <laughs> I was like, objectively, like, night court, like, sounds spooky. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, you get from spring court, like, beautiful flowers and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to have to go right back under the mountain, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was worried for her in the second book. Like, starting mm-hmm. the second book out, I was like, oh, my God, that's going to suck. <laughs> I was intrigued, though, because Rhysand, you know, was nicer than I thought he was going to be. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like, ooh. And also, like, I was interested in why he would do like yeah he like, saved what's the point? her and then the bargain was to hang out with her yeah like what was he gaining yeah. other than just to help her and be in her presence like i think she was saying it was just like she think she thought it was like some cruel like punishment just to like torture her or something that's right what I, and, and I, that's I think what i thought it was gonna be and like, i think it was like to her for like a week oh my god and like to get her away from tamlin yes. because he didn't want her to be with tamlin because he doesn't tamlin like tamlin and beef. yeah they have, beef. they have beef they have huge beef yeah that's what i thought too yeah well, I think that our next episode is going to be us reviewing one star, us reading one star reviews from Goodreads and kind of saying how we feel about them, see if people are making good points or if people are just being haters for no reason, which a lot of people do. Or funny ones. Or funny yeah. ones, yeah. Or maybe some five star and we can see if we agree or not. Yeah, five yeah. star. We'll just look at some ratings. Cool. Well, we are Mystic Maidens. We're going to come out with a episode. We're going to shoot for, I think, every other week or every yeah. week. Yeah, we're figuring more, it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. figuring out more information to come. Thanks but, for Yeah, we're going to do, uh, didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, we're going to do Mist and Fury next. Yes, Mist so and Fury So we're going to go in order. Next.
We're yes. gonna do the whole mm. shebang of Actar. Mm-hmm. My favorite Actar book ever. Yeah. Yes. So one of the because that one goes so hard. It goes yes. so hard. So yeah, if you haven't read it yet, you should read it, and then you can listen to the next episode, and you'll be all caught up. Yeah. Tune in next time. Thanks yes. for listening. Thanks, Goodbye. Guys. Bye. Bye.